I walked into our, our diner and I went up to the guy uh, at the bar and at the counter and I was like, hey, what's your problem? And we'll solve it right now. And he literally looked at me and he said, you. <laughs> and I said, uh, you got it. And I walked away. How can we understand truly what we're looking for, what we need, what makes our heart speak? Because just having money in our bank account does not make our heart leap. I was like, Mike, like your, your videos, man, they're getting huge views. I was like, right? You want me to show you how? He goes, no. I was like, why? He goes, because I know you're not having huge sales. Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. Where we talk about entrepreneurship, mindset, and of course, how to turn your content into profit. I timed it so good. By the way, go to contentisprofit.com today and join the family. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to hand you the coffee. Take a little sip, brother. <laughs> Wake go. up. Let me see if this is, this is good, 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 good. Cheese. It's good coffee. Guys, today we have an incredible guest. He is coming back for the second time. It's so time. good, Fonzie. This is good. There we go. Ne- next time, make one for me too. Next time, uh, I'll make another uh, one. <laughs> and guys, today we're going to be talking all about how to be ready to unleash your potential in 2020. 22. Can, can you even believe that 2022? It, it sounds fake. Sounds futuristic and as heck. I'm writing dates now. I'm like, what? I, I'm still writing 2020, which by the way, like this last <laughs> two years has been so crazy. But yes, we are ready to unleash it. Are you ready to unleash? And by the way, do we have a sponsor today, Fonzie? <laughs> Indeed, we, uh, do. we do have a sponsor. Thank you for asking, good yo, sir. Yo, Today's sponsor is your own, The Biz Bros. Let's go. We sponsor our own podcast with content momentum. If you are looking to build a six-figure platform to connect you to the most important relationships that you're seeking out there, and if you're looking for a fractional content team that can come in and leverage all that content that you have on the table, guess what? We're here for you to help you out. Slide in the DMs at BizBrosco on Facebook on Instagram. That's right. And if you want to follow the show, you want to follow the show, go on your favorite platforms and at BizBrosco because every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, these episodes are dropping on your phone. I don't know what's happening to my <laughs> accent today. It's all good. That, the, yeah. what, what are you having that coffee, Fonz? Uh, I'm like, uh, have, you, have you been speaking a lot of Spanish today? Is yes. That it? Uh, I, think, I think that's what it is. Okay, so put the switch back on. <laughs> back to the regular show, guys. Yeah. Hey, if you find today's guest of value and he helps yeah. you get one step closer to your goal please don't forget to share this episode with three friends right. that is That's your right. ticket of admission and please don't forget to leave a five-star review thank you and we are back for round two with today's guest it has been exactly 78 episodes since he last came to content is profit and today he's back to help you discover what you're really made of that is right Ed. if you know we like our numbers you know what 78 stands for tell me it stands for for the amount of victories i have over my brother <laughs> in mario kart guys oh boy but <laughs> just like that, we is, that is fake information <laughs> just like we mentioned last time he still has one of the most epic beards in the entrepreneurial world is his beard the source of his knowledge hmm more on that soon <laughs> check this out today's guest has helped thousands of entrepreneurs destroy any shackles that may be holding them back he founded the Unleashed you now movement he's the host of the Unleash your hustle podcast and most importantly he's a proud father that's right let's get this party started please welcome founder of the Unleash you now author of the unleashed book and the one and only Michael Faber. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Look at look at that. Hey, that deserves. We can probably just frame that part <laughs> of the video and make an NFT of it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Hey, that goes together with the offer that you're bringing on to the show today. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> Listen, I'm into creating the beard NFT. We're in. That beard NFT. <laughs> How you doing, Michael? Man, it's been a while. Excellent. It's been too long, guys. Uh, absolutely love what you do. Still love your show. Still love everything. When I was talking to you guys, uh, I was begging 
come back on. And uh, it took me a while, but finally I got to, I got the okay to come back on. I'm super excited all day. You guys are better than Viagra. Yeah, oh boy. Uh, don't tell that, yeah, tell that to my wife. I don't know what's happening. You know what's happening. First golden boulder. First golden boulder. There we go. Boom. Hey, yeah, fun happening. fact. If you guys go back to episode 151, which is the first episode we did with Michael, there is a joke too about something growing in pants just saying <laughs> i'm just gonna leave it out there so seems like it's a topic of conversation <laughs> it's always when i'm around yeah oh, michael quick quick update right like for for the people what you want to share a little bit of like uh, your story i know that we went in and we're gonna put the link of the 151 in there but for those that are maybe like meeting you today right what is a, a quick you know recap of where are you coming from because that that is so important we talk a lot about your story and we talked a lot about like how do people can actually do the same thing with their thing and and how you started this movement that you have now all right that's deep i'll try to keep it shorter than last time last time i was so long you guys muted me um <laughs> the uh the so i'm the classic guy that like screwed up every possible way you can right i screwed up in class i failed third grade i had to get a buddy to write a paper for me to graduate high school it took me like 18 years to leave college without a piece of paper right The, uh, I probably could have done that a lot less time without <laughs> the paper, but whatever. It took me 18 years to figure it out, right? To stop wasting the money. Uh, and the only reason it was a waste because I was, I was wasting it. Yeah. The, uh, I was also in trouble with law. I was in trouble with drugs and alcohol. Mm. Uh, so I pretty much screwed up every possible way um, to the point where I was like suicidal, sit on the beach in Lewis, Delaware with a gun in my mouth, mm. ready to end it. And uh, I'm here, so spoiler alert, I didn't do it clearly, right? And, uh, but, so if someone like that can go to that depth and that kind of rock bottom and still be here and talk about the wins and talk about how many people we got to inspire or speak life into or got to see and guide them to change their life and their business and their family, anyone can do it. Mm -hmm. So it's not, I'm not special. It's if I can screw up that much and do it, anyone can. Yeah. And that's pretty much my story. Ooh, dude, every, every time I I hear your story or just honestly, like a fraction of it, it's like I'm amazed, right? And and first, I'm amazed at you, brother, for, you know, what you've built and you, what you've created. I think it's absolutely amazing. But at the same time, I'm amazed of the capacity of humans to reinvent themselves, right? And I shared this before uh, when COVID hit. I don't know why I decided to pick up uh, Malcolm X. I've heard it in multiple shows, people talking about it. And I was like, oh, let me let me check out this book. Right. I honestly didn't know who Malcolm X was at all. I, I personally thought at first that it was like some fiction book. And then I started reading and I was like, oh, this is actually uh, facts. Right. So I started reading. And the thing that caught my attention the most was actually how he reinvented himself as well. Right. And I was like, man. This is incredible. Like this guy went from being, you know, kind of like, I mean, at the bottom of society, right? Like he was a thief, like all the bad things that you could imagine to being an incredible person, you know, like I don't, he was a, a preacher for many, right? Like he was guiding many people to a better place in life, right? If you want to put it that way. And I just found it amazing. I was like, man, this is absolutely amazing. And the thing that kind of like stayed in my mind was that, just like you said, everybody can do it, right? And now when I see people, I'm like, I do feel everybody has the potential to be great. But, right, and this, this is the question right here. How do they find that out themselves? Because they cannot be great until they believe it themselves, right? So I guess we... You know, that, that's it. the big question I would like to start with is what takes for somebody to find that, right? To start believing in themselves so they can get out of those situations and reinvent themselves. Right. That's a great, uh, that's a great question um, and not an easy answer, right? First, I go to Tom Bilyeu, right? When he talks mm -hmm. about finding your purpose, yeah. right? And it's like, first start with interest, right? Like some of us, like, I didn't know, like, I didn't grow up thinking this is what I was going to do, right? Guys, one day I'm going to start a business, but then change it to a movement because movements live forever and businesses are born to die, right? And and then we're going to have people put green and blue hearts everywhere, like maniacs, right? And we look like the Care Bears on Facebook, <laughs> right? It's like that was never in my mind. Yeah. It was it was like, hey, start with this, start with this, start with this. And, and really, it's like rock bottom is a funny place because you get to determine where it is. 
And it was like, I was sitting on a, a stoop and I thought of like, who, like, was my life supposed to be this way, right? There had to be more for me. And I thought of something a basketball coach when I, once asked me and he said, did anyone breathe easier because you existed, right? And the answer at that time was no. And that was scary, mm-hmm. right? So after that, I was just like, yo, I just want to help somebody. I just want to help people, right? I'll never forget it. I went and told my boy uh, how CMF and then Unleash You came to be. Went and told one of my best friends. I said, hey, we're going uh, to change the world. He was like, are you high? Right? Like, that's where we were in life. Like, I said something like that, and that was the statement back. Are you high right now? Yeah. Like, no. Right? Like, no. Mm-hmm. And then I said, yeah, high on life. Right? And <laughs> he was like, oh. and then I wasn't believable that I wasn't high. Right? And uh, yeah. he was like, how are we going to do that? And I was like, well, one person at a time. And I went and got like coaching certificates because I was like, you know, I really want to do this good. I want to be able to help people. I want to be able to serve people. I was always in human behavior and like neuroscience and the mental health field. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I want to dive into, in, and I walked into a, a diner and I went up to the guy uh, at the bar and at the counter and I was like, hey, what's your problem? And we'll solve it right now. And he literally looked at me and he said, you. <laughs> and I said, uh, you got it. And I walked away and I said, and it was boom, solved. there's one. Success. Right? Yes. <laughs> I was just like, well, that was a weird way of doing it. But it was just like, um, it was, dude, I, I used to think I would hate speaking. Right. Yeah. And then I spoke in front of a room and I hated it. Right. But someone after it came up to me and said, thank you. No one ever spoke like that to me about where I was in life to make me feel like I could do something. Mm. And that moment changed everything. Mm. Right. So it's like, if you, uh, it, things you might not even think are for you after you try them, right? Try things. After you try them, you'll see if you're interested. And the more then you'll have to determine by interest level and by continuing it, is it something that you can do forever? And it's like, there's one question you need to ask yourself when doing something, if you're like, this should be my purpose or something I really want to pursue in my life. Are you willing to spend more hours doing it than anyone ever has? Mm. Incredible. By, right. the, by the way, huge shout out here. We got Adam put it like coming in here live saying my personal belief we find growth most uh, from community. I have to go shortly, but joining the Unleashed gave me support moving to another country, finding an amazing relationship and a few uh, new financial opportunities. Let's go. Adam, thank you so much for sharing, man. And this is like this is a testament, Michael, of, of what you guys do mm-hmm. and exactly what you're doing. And for those listening, right, like trying to find their voice, trying to find their business, like trying to find who they're actually going to serve, right? Like we're going, we're, we personally are in this path and we'll share a little bit in in, in a bit uh, of, of what the next steps are. But for those, like, let this be an inspiration, right? Because we have to start somewhere, right? And I love what you just said about, like, you get to determine where your rock bottom is, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, that's very powerful because when you do that, you're like, okay, you know, maybe this is my starting point or maybe I haven't gotten there. Maybe I don't want to go there, right? Because that is my rock bottom, right? and I want to continue to move up and the fact that we have people here live with us right now uh, you know sharing their experience with you guys uh, it, it's it's so uh, how does that make you feel like I, like here's like that's a that's a really like selfish question right like how does that make you feel and uh, when when people do that when you when you see people that you're impacting every single day and they say that to you right uh, one I mean that makes my heart leave that's what we do it that's what we fight so hard for that's what we grind for mm-hmm. right and then and then second two it's like you Adam and the community he said it right there it's the community it's not me I, people always say like Mike I want I want to work with you and I was like what when you join you're gonna realize that all you that what you really want is the community yeah right because there's so many people that are so talented in their way like their area of genius where it's like whatever you have going on there's someone in there that can help right or has the connection to help I'll never forget there was like two days before our conference and at our events, uh, not our smaller ones, but our bigger ones, we typically do a lot of like SMS service stuff. Yeah. Right. Like to get the next offer, check your, you know, check your text messages, right. To see where the next event is or the secret party is, right. Check your SMS service, right. Just, just ways to one, collect data, but also keep people in the loop, communicate, make them feel special, right. Get more touches because more touches means more opportunity. Absolutely. And, and uh, the guy that was, the company that was supposed to do ours, like two days before the event was like, sorry, we're not. I was like, what? Like, this is our whole way of the, making the event flow with, with larger crowds. And yeah. I went to our community. And I was like, yo, I'm in the jam. I need I need someone and we need it in like 48 hours. We need to have it up and running. Wow. And no lie, within an hour, we had it up and running from a new person. I was like, oh, hold on. I got a guy. Hit me up with this guy. This guy hit me up and, he, and boom, worked it out in one hour. We had it done. Incredible. And it was like, but that's the power of community. If I was left by myself to do that, pfft, I would yeah. have like notes and pens handed out, right? Like it'd be weird, it'd be horrible, <laughs> right? We'd be tallying like old school voting methods. Like here's a little sheet of paper. Now yeah. read it and you'll say where to go next. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah right? wow. It'd be miserable. Yeah. 
I find it very interesting. Actually, today I read a post on LinkedIn talking about audience growth versus mm. community growth, saying that is different, right? That audience building an audience is totally different than building a community. And and I agree 100%. I think most people are thinking about building an audience, but lately I feel like there has been some hype, if you want to put it that way, around building a community, right? And you see a lot of people starting to build ones and implementing. Now, we've been part of communities that are, you know, very small, that it's absolutely amazing. And we've been part of communities that are extremely massive, that it's not so amazing, right? Because maybe you get lost inside of so many people, you just become a number, right? So it's funny, actually, I asked a question in, in, in the LinkedIn post, like, what is the point of diminishing returns for a community? Like, when does it become too big to actually properly nurture the people that are inside and help them win, right? So I see you're excited for this question and, and I'm very curious about what you have to say. Yo, that, first of all, that's a great question and a real concern. If, if someone building a community is not thinking about this, there's a problem waiting, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're so true. There comes a size where you, people don't feel served anymore. And if you don't feel served in the community, you no longer want to be part of the community. Right. Yeah. So it's like, how can you keep the most people served, especially when you start growing? Right. One of the best things, it's weird. It's like when COVID hit, I was like, oh no. Right. Like we're a live event. We do a lot of live events. We have no live events. Right. Like that's a, that's a scary moment. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. And, and it was, uh, we had to like give back everything for the mastermind because we couldn't fulfill the contracts. Right. That we had because we said three live event opportunities in a year. You didn't get them. Right. So it's like, all right. And still, we'll give you all your money back and we'll deliver on everything we said we could that we can still. Yeah. Right. Just to show what kind of company and what kind of people we are in the culture we have. Mm. Right. But it, it was, and I'm like, oh my God. Like at the end of it, I'm like, I'm thinking we have to build this back up. Right. Yeah. Like when we start having events again, we got to start building because what we did was we lost a touch of the community. So there was people automatically going to feel less served because you didn't get in the room and the room is different. Right. Like, I don't care how many virtual events everybody does. I do virtual events, too. Yeah. In the room is different than a virtual event. Oh, yeah, right? for sure. So so one of the things we had to think about was I'm like, yo, when it starts going big, we had a lot of when it starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We started having more and more issues, more and more problems, more and more people feeling less heard and seen. Right. And felt. And my big thing is like, listen, my my number one goal is to end suicide and suffering behavior. It's my number one goal in life. Right. So I know people need, they can't feel like a burden and they, they can't feel isolated because that's two of the reasons that lead to self-interest behavior. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I, I'm letting things happen that we're trying to stop period. Right. So how can you make smaller groups and groups in your community? Yeah. How can you make more focused groups in your community rather than saying, Hey, we have this one call right for the month say, Hey, This is this section's call. This is this section. So then it still breaks in that smaller. So you can still find that relationship, those connections, and that time where you felt like you're being seen, heard, and felt. Yeah. While also maintaining, growing your community. Because you don't want to hide something great from people that are meant to be in it now. Not everybody's meant to be in every community, too. Mm. Have strict who are you for. It's like you said something great. Who's your person? Who's your ideal client? I talk about it all the time. Right? One of the things to make a sale, you need to know who you're talking to. Right? But yeah. also you need to know who you're not talking to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like... Uh, I like, I like, sometimes people say I'm too rude about it, but I, like, there's a thing like you're not, everyone's for us. If you're just like cha-ching, cha-ching, and I don't care who I help or hurt, you're not for me. Yeah. Right. Like no offense. Cool. Do your thing. Just stay away from me. Right. Cause I don't want to get hurt by it or someone that you're teaching. Right. Like if you're teaching, be overly obnoxious and don't build a relationship while trying to make a sale. Not for me. Right. Like there's, there's little things where you just know they're not for you. And we, I like to put that out there. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we don't know who you're not for, know who you're for. That's huge. You were saying it earlier and I couldn't agree more. But then how can you keep those small circles mm -hmm. while growing bigger? And how can you do that per interest? Right. Per local, like local area. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have so we have like 20 people from Wisconsin. All right. Cool. Let's have a Wisconsin chapter. Let's have, let's let's back them having a meetup once a month. Right. Or we have. 15 people in Florida. Cool. Let's, let's back a meetup yeah. for them. Right. Send one of our people from our, our headquarters. Right. Just go. And, but, but then you're keeping community. You're keeping yeah. it small enough where people feel touches and feel loved while also maintaining growth. 
Mm. Which is a dance that you have to pay yeah. attention to. That was a great question. Most yeah. people don't talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> thank, it, thank you. Thank Lo you. Love the answer, right? Because mm -hmm. a lot of it, like in, in the world that we are now and where a lot of businesses need to transition, right, is to build that community, right? Like we're, we're dealing with people. We're not dealing with just numbers. Um, when... When was the, especially like with, with social media, I feel like there's a lot of, uh, a lot of the conversations that we've had has been around how do, how can I be consistent? And, and a lot of questions like, how can I actually build an audience? Right. And it's like, well, first of all, like why the first question is why do you want an, uh, an audience? Right. Um, is it because you're going to help and serve more people? Right. What is it? But the when, clout. The, people the clout. want the clout. Yeah. So <laughs> when, do you remember that moment when I uh, maybe This was from the from from the very beginning. Maybe you always felt community was the way to go, right? But do you remember a time where maybe that was an, an issue, right? Uh, and then if if it was, when do you recognize that you needed to make the transition and committed to it? So funny, um, vanity is always a thing, mm -hmm. right? Like if we're acknowledging it or not, vanity is a thing. It does yeah. something to the interior of the person too. Chemicals are released for certain things, like we know this, right? Yeah. So. Um, The day, that's funny. Uh, back in the day, I was all vanity, bro. I was fake as to be, remember? Until like 2011, I was all I, re I remember the Escalade like, with, uh, with the yeah, rims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything was vanity, brother. I'm glad you remember that. Jesus, you guys are good. Um, so, so I was very, for most of my life, I was vanity, mm. right? The look, the number, right? I had a party with like 500 people at it, right? Like, there's not even 500 people I can name that I like now, right? Mm. Like, imagine that. I had 500 people from like other high schools and mine. I was in high school at the time. Other high schools, my high school, we have 500 people at this thing. I couldn't even tell you some people's names, right? Um, I broke into my mom and dad's house to have it. I thought they were out of town. They were out of town the next day, so I ended up getting caught, right? It was, it was, it was awful, right? It was a tough time, but it still didn't even learn then. Um, I had a great uh, person in business. Oh, man, Jeff. I can't think of his last name right now. That's upsetting. <laughs> but um, he, he said, I was like, Mike, like your, your videos, man. They're getting huge views. I was like, right? You want me to show you how? He goes, no. I was like, why? He goes, because I know you're not having huge sales. Oh. And I was like, what? And he's like, you're you're not selling anything. Mm. For, like, you're not bringing people closer to you. So that means you're not impacting people. Like, you're just giving them a crochet, like a good line. You might cause someone to run through the wall and not know where to go after they run through it. So if that's what you're going for, keep going. You're doing it great. Hmm. Right. And when he, I was just like, damn, right. Like that hurt. And, and that was the moment I started asking myself, it's like, do I want to be known as a guy that has a lot of views and, or likes, or do I want to be known as a guy that actually impacted lives? Right. Mm. And we want to impact a billion people. That's one of the things we want to do. So I don't, I don't necessarily fall in love with, I love when people come to me and they're like, I want to work with you, but look at the numbers I get. And I'm like, if they were numbers that you really wanted to get, you wouldn't be talking to me. Right. Like, and yeah. that's honest. Like anyone, anyone that comes and talks to you, they're not getting the numbers they want. Or they wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because if we were getting what we want, we don't feel there's a problem. Yeah. Right. So I don't feel like there's anything to address. Right. So. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say, I, absolutely. Just this morning, we're, we're having this phone call with one of our mentors. Right. And, uh, you know, we're getting ready to to launch something in January. super special to us. And we've been on on these calls, you know, trying to find these very specific problems, right? And, and we found out that our perception was very different of what the people in our community were perceiving, right? And this is why it's so important to jump on these calls and, and have these, these conversations. And, uh, you know, through trying to find that out, there's, you know, th there's different buckets, right? And we're trying to distill, right? Like, what is, who's the right person for us? Like, who's the one that we can actually help? Like, can we define the problem, right? Because that what we do as a service, right, can be a Swiss army knife, right? But at the same time, it's like, that's very dangerous marketing-wise because the message is not clear to those people that are coming in, right? So we're trying to find this and, and we're having, it, it, it hasn't been easy, right? And, and it's not supposed to be easy, right? We're like, okay, if we're actually really committed to this thing, right? And, like, and we're, we're finding the footing on that new product that we're doing for the service, 100%. For the service, people come in and, and that's one of the questions that people ask all the time, right? We, I remember we shared this story last time. It's like this real estate agent's like, hey, I want to be like Mr. Beast on real estate. I'm like, are you ready to give away a bunch of houses and a lot of money? And she's like, no. And we're like, well, it sounds good. Well, we, we need to start by publishing for like 10 years, right? And, 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 that, and that's it, right? There's different things that we don't see on the background. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, why, why do we want to do this, right? Why, 
who who do we want to help? Who do we want to serve? How can I bring value? How can I actually create value for that one person, right? And those are really important questions that I feel like a lot of people ignore at the very beginning. We've we've been in the in, in a place where need was so high, right? To 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 the to the point that made us make decisions that we might have not been proud of or work with people that maybe they were not the right fit or we were not the right fit for them, right? And uh, and that's something that hopefully you know not a lot of people go through. But we had to go through that, right? And to to learn that lesson too. And we're like, okay, so have you gone through moments like that? And like, uh, like how do how do you avoid that? You know, moving forward when you're in this phase of maybe building the business, right? Or maybe you're in transition and you have this job, and maybe you're not happy with that job. And then you like that's what the situation when we started our business. It's like we wanted more money, right? Because that's the need at the time. But to have that, we have to we have to serve, and it's this like circle that happens, right? How do we? How do we go past that? How do people like there go past that? Phew, man, there's there's a lot there, and you, <laughs> I think everyone goes through it at some point because you're right. When you first start business, right, you're like I need to make money, mm-hmm. right? Like typically, that's like everybody's like like nah, let's go broke, but we'll do what we love, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> right? most people are like we gotta make some money. So what happens is you do services for people that aren't really your people. You'll take anyone that comes to the door. Right, we, I did the same thing in 2017. I hated our own company. Mm. Right, like literally, it was CMF at the time, and the reason why we did a whole culture restructure was because I absolutely hated it. Like I dread coming to the office. I I dread working. Right, like it was like the clients we had. I I couldn't stand. Right, it's because it was all things that didn't didn't speak life to me. Didn't make me feel like I was alive. Didn't make me feel like we were making a difference at all. Mm. Right, so I think I think you're going to at some point have to check yourself and be like. How committed are you to what you're saying you're committed to? Mm-hmm. I think that's anybody, right? And and through anything, right? Your job, your family, right? Like any relationships, anytime, friendships, romantic, right? Like how committed are you to this? Yeah. Listen, uh, like I have an 18-year-old daughter. There are times I really have to ask myself, right? How committed am I to see her to 19, right? Because at some points, I want to throw out the car myself, right? <laughs> so, uh, right? I mean, in the nicest, kindest way, Brown. I love you, George. Um, yeah, but it's, I think that happens to everybody. We really got to check ourselves and see why that's happening. Like, what is that something I'm doing? Is that something we're not speaking life into? Is that something that we're allowing, right? Like, where is that coming from? Where is that voice yeah. coming from? Yeah. All right. But, but here's the thing. Like, to grow to where you want your business, this is where these things come key, right? And it's no one likes a generalist right? Everybody likes a specialist, right? Like it's, I'm not going to my family doctor if I have heart problems. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the heart doctor, right? Because mm-hmm. that shit's real. And I want someone that can really help me and not yeah. tell me t- and make sure I have bear near me in case it happens. Yeah. Right? Like no offense. My mom tells me have Cheerios close by. I'm like, yeah, if I have a heart attack, I'm going to make sure I let me get some Cheerios in my system. Right? But uh, the, so the, like, what you're talking about, who you serve is because you're going to get the best results from the person you truly serve that needs you the most. Right. And you said something great earlier. You were talking about like, I think there's like stages to this. It's like, know what problem you solve, mm-hmm. right? What problem that problem causes pain. What's the pain, right? And the more you can speak to that is better. Right. But then the biggest thing is the emotional trigger that pain brings up. Mm-hmm. And if you can speak to that, someone feels like, you know, them off the bat, they're going to want to talk more to you guys. One of the reasons why I love you guys, when we had our original conversation, it was like, we knew, like, you knew my language. I was just like, oh my God. Right. Like I'm just being like, we're, we're cool. Right. And uh, so when you have those experiences, you want those people to win. You want to be part of that. Right. And then when you're doing that, it's like they're getting value and people love to reciprocate. So if I feel like I'm getting something from you, I want to give back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's it's walking that fine line of one, maintaining true integrity to yourself, but then also integrity to the ones you serve. Yeah. But th- this topic has come through my mind so many times. Like it's. Honestly, I've, it's very challenging, right? Uh, you always hear it from, and I'm not like hating here, just so you know, but you always hear from people that are have become very successful, right? I feel like that's the moment that you have peace of mind, and even though they probably knew it before, that is when they finally start fully embracing it, right? And they have a system that supports, you know, the impact that they want to build and putting it behind it. But it's, I mean, personally, I'm like, dude, I want to serve people. Like, I want to help people. But at the same time, it's like, but we need to make money too, right? We need to survive. <laughs> we, we got we got mouths to feed. And that becomes 
like that interest and I, I feel like there's conflict in there and mm. I feel like there shouldn't be conflict in there like what is the mindset or yeah how can we approach this from a mindset standpoint so mm. those two thoughts are not conflicting each other right so hey I'm entitled to make money right mm -hmm. if I work hard for it of course and at the same time like I'm entitled to serve people and I want both ideas to coexist without having, you know, to have a freaking battle inside of my head of whether I'm doing the, doing the right thing or not. Right. So one, the first thing we have to do is dive deeper because it's not money you want. It's what the money gives you is what you truly want. Mm. Right. So what do you want the money for? Right. Uh, like we have to get deeper with ourselves and understanding ourselves and what our true motives are. Because that's like when we're like, we want this money and then we get this money and we're like, this is so much BS. I don't need though. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's be right. It's because our mindset was just this money would do something for us when it won't. Right. It gives us the opportunity to do what we want to do to be able to get what we want, etc. Right. Like money's a tool. It's an exchange policy. Yeah. Right. It's like wolves used to be and animals and eggs used to be like, we used to go to the town with our goat, trade our goat in, get a fur so it wouldn't be cold in the winter, right? Like it was an, ex it's an exchange policy. It still is. Now we just have this like universal currency yeah. and like countries have their own, right? And now we're like making, the, like now we have imaginary currencies, which I love like Bitcoin and, and oh, yeah. right? like we're, we're making new currencies. I love it. <laughs> and it's like, but what do you want the currency for? Like, what do you want that for? Right. So it's yeah, like, yeah. is it freedom? And then what kind of freedom are we talking about? Because people use that word now. Like it's, Right, like that authenticity are like the two words that are like the choice words right and now. And value. <laughs> oh, value's been it. You gotta have add the value, stack the value, give the value. Yeah. Right, I'm like, Jesus. I'm gonna start having nicknames for never mind. Uh, the, uh, so the idea is like, it's like how can we how can we understand truly what we're looking for, what we need, what makes our heart speak? Because just having money in our bank account does not make our heart leap. Mm -hmm. Right? Maybe it's the feeling of the money in the bank account makes me feel secure. So I want security. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, what is it that we're truly seeking? Right? Yeah. I want to be able to live like me. I want to be able to live life on my terms. Yeah. Like, that's my thing. So, why I need money is to be able to live life on my terms. Right? It's like, if I want to go today and do nothing, then I'm going to go today and do nothing. Right? Like, I want that right. Yeah. Right? Like, and not have that right and not be able to eat the next day because I did that. Yeah. Right? So it's like when you're like, yo, jump on at 430. I'm like, bingo. And I'm like, I'm getting on, right? Like, this is what I do. So it's, it's, that's what I see. I need that freedom and able to, yeah. where I could go and do on my terms. And that's why I know fighting for that money is worth it because I get it. The worst thing we do is we fight for the money and we don't get why we needed it or want it. Mm -hmm. And then we have people that are rich taking their own lives, doing self-interest behavior like things, right? We've all seen, yeah. and we all heard the stories of rich people, uh, committing suicide, right? Taking their own life, uh, yeah. drinking themselves and doing drugs and, and to the point of like no return, right? Like we all heard those stories. So if money was it, that wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. So there has to be something deeper that we're willing to check for ourselves and answer for ourselves, right? Like my boy does it to me all the time. He's like, I just need more money. I'm like, please don't say that to me because you know I'm going to just keep talking shit. <laughs> right? Like, don't say that to me, right? So it's like, why? Why do you need that money? Well, I want to yeah. buy a house. Why do you want to buy a house? It's like, and, and it came down to, so people, his family didn't think he wasn't successful. And he didn't accomplish anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, all right. So how else do you, how else do you feel accomplishment? How else do you feel successful? Yeah. Let's do a million things to get that feeling. And because then we'll, we'll be at a higher vibration, higher energy level and probably be able to do more. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. P peeling the layers and going deep is very important. I feel people don't really take the time necessary to do so. I'm yeah. the first one to raise my hand. Um, I attempted it at times, you know, and you get to like a certain level and then it's like, Bam, like that consistency in there too is challenging. It's challenging to be consistent and consistently be looking inwards and analyzing yourself and judging yourself. I mean, not, not in a bad way, but objectively, mm -hmm. right? Like, okay, this is where I want to go. Am I doing the right thing? Yes or no? Yeah. Uh, just because sometimes not doing the right thing, honestly, like feels good, right? It's like, oh man, yeah. Uh, let me just lay here, right? When I know I have certain responsibilities that are going to help me become whoever I want to yeah. to be, right? So, I mean, I'm not saying that it is it, is bad to take a day off, right? Like you said, you can live your life on your own terms. Um, so, th there's a lot of impact in there. I see you laughing. I see you laughing. <laughs> no, I, I love it. It's like we, we get so caught up in judgments, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I always like to say analyzing. I analyze myself a lot. 
mm. right? Just to make break my moves down to make sure that they fit to the core of what I believe and want to be and want to, right? But there are some times where rest is necessary. Yeah. Right. So Agreed. don't don't be so hard on yourself. Right. This is a marathon. Right. Like we're talking about being successful. Like to 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 live the life of your dreams or to get where you want to get to. That's a like mm -hmm. anybody that's like, hey, yeah. buy my system and in three days you'll be a millionaire. I like that's BS. Yeah. Right. Ba backhand slap. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. Like that's that's great. Like if you can tell me a day and the amount I'll make on that day, unless you're giving it to me, I call BS. Yeah. Right. Because it all matters the work I put in too, and how much work have I put in to get here. It's yeah, like some of my absolutely. clients, I could be like, I changed a client's whole career, whole whole his whole business in one month. He doubled his yearly income. But I can all like that. That could sound great, but yeah, he also put in a year of work. It was a tweak. It wasn't a whole business yeah. develop, right? Like, so it's like, sure, I could say that, but it's missing all the work previously put in. Yeah, and it, it's so the one. It's like let's stop being so hard on ourselves. Let's know this is a marathon, right? Let's understand. Be truly like truly understand yourself and what your targets are there's an exercise dean graziazzo does a lot it's like seven layers deep yeah. and uh it's like we do this thing with like like when i when we did the book right it was why do you think this is important like what's the purpose right yeah. and then when i respond with why the purpose like what the purpose is why is that important for the business and us why is that important for the movement why yeah. and we just asked like seven whys for us to truly understand deeply why we're doing it what it's about what it means to us Right, so then there's no question about it. we know exactly why it's happening we know the purpose behind it and that helps the community rally around it too a hundred percent yeah i i love it um this this is so important right because like that that has been like fancy said that's a conversation that we've had you know with ourselves between both of us right over the last couple of years because it's been a, it's been a challenging couple of years for everybody right and uh, you know the the world was like flipped up upside down a bunch of curveballs coming our way right so we really had to examine that and uh you know we've had different experiences here and there but i feel like for example for us this this show right the, these conversations that we have every week we have about three a week we try to keep it as consistent as possible right uh, this had become one of those things of why we do what we do and when we go back and we think about the relationships that we build, right? Like, and it's not about the money. Yeah, the show is connected to our business, a hundred percent. Yes, we're not gonna lie about that, but we're not. We don't see the data behind it. We don't see like the the numbers behind it. Like, it's 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 something that we do because it serves the why of the connection of the relationships. On hey, can we serve? Whoever is behind the screen or whoever is listening, yes, no, it, it does help that and it helps fulfill because we're mm -hmm. creating these incredible conversations that can serve us, right? We're talking about, you know, being, being selfish and not being selfish and how to serve people, but it also serves the people that are listening right now, right? And at the end of the day, it's like, okay, this has become that platform that allows us to be ourselves, right? A year, two years ago, having those helmets right there in the corner, right, or having these little toys and figurines out here would have probably be impossible for us because we try to do the high-produced thing in Fonzie's room, right, with the two cameras and whatever, right? And we're like, well, that's stopping us from actually executing for the time that we need to execute to create that progress and run that marathon, right? So I'm, I'm speaking to you, the listener right now, right? Because maybe, you know, we get caught up on the tools and we get caught up on the what camera am I going to use instead of, hey, am I actually going to put my message out there, right? And work on that message every single day or three times a week or whatever your capacity is at the time to make sure that you can become better. So when that time comes, right, when you do the little tweak, it does work. So, you know, that's why we feel so passionate about sharing our message and, and mm -hmm. putting stuff out there. And people are like, but why do you do the show? 200 and something episodes. Wow, that's mind blowing. Well, it has so much benefit to like inter internal benefit. That is a no brainer. We've talked about this. We're like, if the business like fails 100%, the show doesn't go. The show continues, right? Because there's going to be opportunities. There's going to be conversations. There's going to be connections. There's going to be friends. And that's what fulfills inside. So, you know, when they like, what's your launch strategy? We're like, we published the first episode. <laughs> and that's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's it, literally what it was. <laughs> it, 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 it literally like just is, is fuel, right? Every time we're done here with the interview, we look at each other and we're like, Wow, that was so good. Literally, like every single conversation that we have is like, which, this is so awesome. Which I'm sure it feels very similar with your events, right? And the people that you serve and, and uh, the new project that's coming up, by the way. So please tell us more about 
this I know Fonzie has like a thousand other questions, but I knew we need to talk about this. You guys just released something super fun, super cool, uh, at a price point that we but when you told us we we're like, oh my gosh, yes, tell me more. What is it? What is it, Michael? Really, you know, nice. release the release so, the kraken. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you. This is I love talking about this stuff, right? So this is the third book will be released. It's called Be Unleashed, right? And start a movement, not a business. Right? And it's like uh, the biggest mindset shift that had to happen for me was I had to stop being so business and I had to start thinking purpose, mm -hmm. right? Because what's the purpose? People, 64% more uh, more likely to buy from something that is purpose-driven than something that is just a business, right? So it's when 64, do you want do you want someone to be 64% more likely to buy from you? Right? I, I would. 100% of the time. Right? Yeah. All right. And if someone believes something for future is possible, they're 72% more likely to buy. Mm. Right. So who doesn't want 72% more likely to buy? So I went through and I first all the, most of the businesses I started early on in, in my entrepreneur life was driven by business numbers. Right. I love numbers. So I, I did everything by numbers. If you can measure it, you can manage it. Right. Like I heard all the like all the good cliche things about numbers. <laughs> I love numbers. I still measure the shit on numbers. They tell me not to. I still do it. I don't <laughs> care. Like it does tell me some things I want to know. I need to know. Right. So I think if you don't know your numbers, it's a little crazy. Right. But it's also knowing your purpose. Like, what are you doing this for? Yeah. What's the better life you're creating? What's the better life for the people you care about, your family, your community, the world? Like, what's the better life? What's the what's the new opportunity? What's the thing? Right. Like, what's the thing they're going towards? There has to be something we're going towards. If not, sell sweet cake rolls. Right. Because then that's something that yeah. I'm not looking forward to anything but a sweet cake roll. Right. The so I we I was like, you know, how can we help people do this? Like, how could how could I have gotten this message back when I didn't understand this message? Right. So we reverse engineered. We wrote it from where we are. Right. And we're all the way back down to zero dollars, zero impact and zero income. And I make a joke and I say we we're actually negative dollars. But everybody was like, say zero. But yeah. I was like, no, we were minus, but whatever. <laughs> right. And it goes through the hard times. Like it goes through where we were because I'm I was used to be really good at this, building it up and then destroying the shit out of it. Right. <laughs> Sledgehammer the heck out of it. Yeah. I was like, we're going to get seven figures. And we did. And then we lost seven plus. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're down. Right. Like how that happened. Right. Like, but my goal was uh, when it's a number, when it's one stick and you hit that stick, what's next? Well, yeah. I didn't know. So it was just like, right, and see how fast we can go down from it, right? <laughs> so it's it goes through the hard times. It goes through losing sixty thousand in the weekend. It goes through when I decided I didn't need any help with real estate in two thousand and seven and bought two properties, and then two thousand eight happened, and we all know what happened, and we all know what happened to the properties I had, oh, yeah. right? So it's like the the big losses. It it, tar it talks about when I didn't have the proper insurance and the restaurant burned down. We lost another six mm. figures plus. Right. So it's like uh, we go through some of the hard times, some of the beat up times, the times where I literally were crying and didn't think I would continue on being an entrepreneur and the battles. Right. The scars. And then it goes through the triumphs and the victories and where it's all worth it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's not going to be fair. You got to make it worth it. Yes. And I think when you have purpose behind your thing, that's movement. Um, it's worth it. It's worth the battle. It's worth all the hard days. It's worth the days where you don't know what's going to come in or if anything, it's worth the days where you don't know if you're going to make any sales or not. Right. Like, or if you built the relationships to make any sales or not. Right. So write this book literally by following this book, it goes through principles. So I think there's levels of things. I think business principles we all need. Yeah, right. Man. Like if you follow the, the more principles you follow, the more likely you are to win. Right. Absolutely. Um, then there's strategy and tactics and, and those are interchangeable. What yep. aligns with you? What feels right? Time of year? What's going on? Right. Like COVID kind of changed a lot, made created a lot of different strategies. Right, tactics are interchangeable. What what makes what makes me feel good doing? What makes me feel sleazy? Like I'm not going to inbox you an offer without talking talking to you first. Yeah, yeah, a million times. Like literally. Uh, so how we've been selling this book? Uh, I've been going one by one through people I know and have a relationship with, and I'm just like, hey, real talk. I have an offer. I've never told you I have an offer before, so it's probably pretty good because I wouldn't be saying it if I didn't believe it. Yeah. Right. But I had this offer. And if you're interested at all in to hear this offer, just let me know. And I'll jump on a call with you. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing this because uh, like 2020, I like had the worst run in my life of one-on-one -on -one sales. Mm -hmm. I like went, I literally went Oh, for 116. <laughs> right. Sheesh. And I didn't quit. Are you kidding me? I love. Punk no, yeah. Right? <laughs> Sheesh. Oh, oh, and 116. People are like, are you okay? Like, people are checking on me to make sure I was all right. They're like, you haven't experienced something like this since the beginning. Wow. Right? Like, are you all right? I'm like, 
yeah, I got so used to selling the rooms that yeah, I completely didn't understand how to sell one on one anymore. So you yeah. would tell me a problem, and I'd just be like, oh, here's the answer. Right? And they'd be like, thanks so much. I don't need to buy anything because I have the answer. I'd be like, oh, shit, hold up. Every For every solution, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you're not taught. Everybody tells you for every problem, there's a solution. Like, true. But then next, after you solve that thing, next comes another problem. And if you don't buy this thing, the next problem is going to smack you across the face, too. I don't want that to happen to you. But it took me 116 calls to figure that out. I'm not a very quick learner. Wow. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, right? So I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to jump on one-on-one calls. And literally, uh, we're, I'm 30 for 32, right? Like, literally. Studio 30, clap. Studio clap. Right? 30, 32 people. Uh, the two that said no were strangers. They've never met me, but they just saw it and were interested. Um, but it's the, the, so everyone's like, oh my God, what's the offer, right? So you buy this book for now, uh, $1,497. Right. And I'm like, if you could take this book and follow the principal strategies and tactics and make a million plus dollars, if you could do that, would you spend the thousand fifteen or like one thousand five hundred? Would you? Like everybody, yeah. like raise your hand. Yeah, like everybody freaking on earth, yeah. right? Like if I'm like, you can make a million dollars from this book, would you pay fifteen hundred? If you say no, I think you're crazy, right? Like you don't really want it, is what, what you're telling yeah. me. You don't really want it. All right. So the book alone. But here's some fun stuff. When you open the book, the cover of the book. All right, this is dope. <laughs> There's a ticket to our event in Nashville, April 22nd, 23rd, in the book, right? So there's a ticket to event, two-day event. We have some crazy speakers, right? Like literally people have reached out to me for this. I've been a little, been a little, uh, been a little suspect on this. I've done some things. Nicky, 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 Michael, (laughs) right? So people are calling me about like, they're like, hey, I hear you're having this event. You mind if I speak? I'm like, yo, let me tell you about the event, right? So I tell them about the event, right? And I'm like, hey. Um, but you know, you could, you can buy a ticket to Nashville for 2,500. You can, or you could buy the book for 1,500 and get a ticket to Nashville too. Yep. So I, I think the smarter bet would be save a thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. And people are like, nah, I'll buy the, I'll buy the ticket. Oh my God. That's silly. Um, but yeah, so we put this natural, we have amazing speakers and listen, if, uh, now I'm at the point where I'm like, if you're not cool, if we're not cool, like if you don't believe in what we're doing, I don't want you speaking at one of our events. Right. So if you don't believe in our thing, no offense, take care. Yeah. Right. Like go, go speak somewhere else. Cool. Right. Like the people that the people that are speaking our event, I know speak our language. I know speak our life. Yeah. Right. So they yeah. can speak life in the people there because I'm not meant to speak life in everybody there. That's why I have more speakers than me. Right. Mm. Is because right. I know I'm not meant for that. Right. So it's like if you're not if you're like some guy was like, uh, I'll send you a video. Send me 15K. Huh. Uh, bro, meet me and say that to me. Right, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna freak out. Like, I'll turn real red, like the moment in Hercules where the, the <laughs> wait, popped out of his sledgehammer. <laughs> right, I was just like, what? Like, wow. uh, so I've been real sneaky with even the speaker thing, right? But no longer. So you get a ticket to the event where we have some amazing speakers. We're gonna have panels, workshops, and networking opportunities. You get you get your hotel room covered for that night, Friday night, five hundred dollar value. It's also included in the book. Wow. Right, we have an after party Friday night. We call it the celebration of being unleashed. We got the hip hop trooper DJ that goes to Cali and has that big boombox and dresses up like a stormtrooper. <laughs> He's coming to DJ the party. That's we have awesome. Little Ty the rapper coming and performing. We we're in talks with Montel Jordan trying to get him out there to sing. This is how we do it, right? We're in talks. Vanilla Ice so is good. way too crazy, way too. Expensive. So good. <laughs> right? We're talking about to Coolio and MC Hammer as well. We're trying to get them out to to perform for us, right? So it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be live music. It's gonna be entertainment. Uh, there's gonna be dancing. Uh, of course you can get adult beverages if you like them, right? Like there's going to be other activities too, that are going to be fun contests, things, ways to win cool stuff. Right. So that's included. That's a thousand dollar ticket price. That's included in your book, right? The six figure blueprint for your coaching business, which is a 997 value is included in the book. The six figure event business blueprint is included in the book. That's a 997 value as well. And limited only for event swag, which comes up to $500 is in the book as well. So literally you get like 7,000 plus worth in the book for 1500. Just because you're willing to bet on yourself and your business and create a movement that will impact and change the world and hopefully change my daughter's life for the better. Heck yeah. This is so awesome, dude. Let's go. Let's go. People are going (laughs) crazy. And this is the guy that failed their grade. Yeah, I failed third grade. We're selling a book for fourteen ninety seven. Yeah, but the first thing I did, like a normal one, it sucked. I did the 
for lead gen, I was like, no, we're doing something different. By the way, for those listening that are not catching this live, we have actually people who are like blowing up the chat right now. It's like, sweet, see you in Nashville. Let's go. So it's it, it's it's like it's it's legit. I'm it's just gonna, gonna put that. It's gonna be a party. Yeah, Michael, we have to we have to talk off camera. Just you know, uh, yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. Since you say you're like, well, I don't know if you're into it, but you mentioned that you love, you know, that people are creating the, their own currencies, right? Bitcoin and all this stuff. Haven't you thought about doing anything NFT related with your book as well? 100%. We're working on it. I'm trying to I'm trying to make it right. I'm actually doing it. Um, so, yeah, we're working on it. Sounds <laughs> good. All right. It's good. It's good. Right. After the show, we have somebody for you yeah, if, we, if you're interested. We, right. have, we have an, an awesome person that, you know, like I'm, I'm sure he'll be excited to talk to you and just whatever. And then let um, the magic happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Michael, as we wrap up the show, man, this has been incredible. Uh, a quick reminder. I know that you answered this question on the first episode, but now with this incredible, by the way, this incredible offer, we're going to put the <laughs> links like right below. So if you want your, your book and the tickets and the million bucks of and what you're going to actually <laughs> do with the million bucks right because we talked about this full circle uh just go click in there and uh book your book your session with with michael but um where would you be if you did not publish oh nowhere I'd, i'd i'd be in a room by myself saying some cool stuff with no one hearing what's the point of all the stuff you went through what's the point of your area of genius what's the point of your greatness if you don't share it with anybody mm. what's the point right so i'd be in a room people would think i was a lunatic which i am a lunatic but now i get to be a first people be a lunatic so it's fine we can all be lunatics together that's that's yeah. Yeah, together that's, uh, that's the now power. you know what it's like to be at unleash you now event yes and that's the power <laughs> of community right like we find yeah. i remember being in one of the uh, one event uh that meant a lot for us and we were together with 70 other people in that same room and we're like man like it feels so good right the conversations that we're having that we're having similar problems like we're working together to solve this like there's no judgment there's no nothing right and we've been in just a few events like that that we mm -hmm. can actually be a hundred percent like we we just MC an event and uh you know we're walking out with uh you know mickey mouse shirts and we're telling stories about the mickey mouse shirts and this like crazy japanese you know soccer jersey and people are like what were you and we're like And we, we sat down and we're like, this is the first time that we actually feel like uh, there's zero judgment or I don't even think about the judgment, right? Like issue, we fully 100%. And for those that have experienced that, try to find that, you know, that community that allows you to do that again. And for those that you haven't felt that, Try to find that community until you find it because it's a wonderful feeling. And you know what Michael is providing here uh, to everybody is that is that environment. So, dude, thank you so much, uh, Fonzie. Yeah, no, I just want to second what you said. I mean, you can see it in the comments, right? The people that, are, that have been commenting and tuning in, they absolutely love you, Michael. I mean, we love you, bro. And, you know, it's, it's all good energy. And I'm sure that your community is even packed with more of this energy. So can't wait. I'm very excited to see where this is going to go. And honestly, I just want to encourage you listening or watching this right now to go and at least check out all his offering, right? I mean, you just heard him talk about everything you're getting when you purchase a book. So go check him out. And if it resonates with you, take the next step and connect with them. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Michael, anything yeah, else you want to add? One more thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do it, do it. So uh, when I first started business, we didn't have a big bank account. I couldn't go to a lot of banks, right? I couldn't invest, right? Stop thinking cost, start thinking investing, all right? And so we wanted to do this. I wanted to really be part of changing people's lives. No longer do you get the book, you get the event, right? Um, also in the book, if you do go and you want to, you are able and willing to share a room with someone, you get the extra ticket for no extra price. Wow. Right? So we literally just want to speak life into people and have people there and not go broke doing it. So we at least cover the cost, right? So, um, and it's at the Gaylord in Nashville, which I don't know if you've nice. been there. Oh, this, so oh, good. So God. fun. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, you can literally take a boat ride in the hotel. Which is really <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. So, Google so it right now. I think it, it, it yeah, just that is, is everything. So worth it. Dude, Michael, yeah. thank you so much for coming and sharing your story again. You know, sharing this point. This, this was a, a fun conversation today. Yeah. It was awesome. I love and the, the movement the and the purpose, yes. honestly. Absolutely. It's, Is one to stand for for the rest of your life, man. And I know you're going to have, you know, just by sharing this type of stuff and being open about it, what you stand for, people are just going to flock towards that movement and they want to be a part of it. They want to live it. They want to share with everybody else. So thank you, Michael. Really appreciate it. Sweet. Thank you, guys, man. I play, my pleasure. 
Come on. Absolutely, man. Uh, with that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite social media and podcast platforms. <laughs> that is right. And if today's guest helped you move one step forward to your goal, please don't forget to share this episode with three friends. And, and don't forget to leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.